In today's modern demand for equality, are women not allowed to be women and men not allowed to be men? Listen in as we talk with two true gentlemen to understand what's at stake if men and women become the same. You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. Welcome to episode 106. Yes, where we transform your sex. We transform your sex. We also... Uh, we it's also where, where sex isn't ever just about sex. Exactly. It's, it's not. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so complicated and more exciting if there's something more going on than just sex. Uh, uh, always. Yeah. <laughs> which, uh, which we're going to get to. But... Um, you know, uh, okay, uh, okay. So business first. Yeah. Uh, we've got new videos up and coming up, even on LoveTV.co. So that's a great resource for everything sex, love, and intimacy. And we have some great exclusive video content on there for them, for you. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's at LoveTV.co. Also, you can uh, join the conversation with T and I on um, social media. We prefer Instagram, but we love everything. Yeah, and Twitter. you can find us at TA Talk Sex. Uh huh. What else? YouTube is TA Talk Sex. Everything's and, TA Talk Sex. Uh, you know, we haven't said this in a while. If you do like listening to our show and you're on iTunes, please head to iTunes and write us a review there. Uh, that is a great way for us to gain more visibility for uh, anyone that you think needs this. Thank you. You know? Yeah. Okay. So today's topic. Okay. So um, how did we, why are we talking about First of all, I find it hilarious that as we were prepping for this show, T comes in and I'm totally topless. Yeah. <laughs> and we prepped this whole show with me wrapped in a towel, but topless. And right. I was like, I should not feel okay with this, but I, I, I did. Or should you? I, you know what? You know? There were a couple moments where I'm like, I like put my hand in my chest and I was going to hide and I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> I have to say This is uh, a woman's business meeting you know, just, Yeah exactly <laughs> Just last night I was also with my other My writing partner And she was also walking around naked <laughs> So uh, I think This I, is a trend This is yeah, how we do my, business My female friends With our female friends Well you know that's funny too Because there's like that stereotype Of like where guys are like Oh girls have like sleepovers And they're like naked Like pillow fights Oh no But so here we're we are We're making it real Yeah exactly <laughs> We're like verifying that Yeah we're all in our underwear talking <laughs> I mean, more or less. So back to gentlemanliness. But we're getting like business done. It's not true. No, No, it's real. Like we were having this really intense, amazing conversation. We're going to have again here for everyone about gentlemanliness and what's at the core of of our our frustration with dating and sex and intimacy and and gender dynamics. All of that. What it it means to be a woman. So the conversation got going because um, I started, I launched a new website called Masterclass for Men. And you can check it out at masterclassformen.com. It will it'll be it'll be up, avail- it'll be f- full in its glory very soon. But um, the site is active though. Right the site now. is at, yeah, yeah yeah. So um, and that it's basically it was it born from my experience with clients that I've had uh, you know being in in the sex industry in the past and um, this this sort of idea about gentlemanliness and sex appeal and it's like why you know instead of what turns her on what turns me on like you know instead of paying for my company basically like how would I share with these men how to really earn it and what really really captivates my attention so um so this is a a new consulting site that I'm um, beautifully said though it's like yeah that fundamental little piece like how do I get her attention why is it not 
exactly. working. So I like that, eventually there'll be women's classes because I will. think, which brings it, we're going to talk about that today too, which is like this, but, this conflict that's happening for right. men and women. But so as I've been developing the curriculum for all of this and um, I've been talking with the men in my life and uh, my friends and, uh, and two of them, which are here to join us today. Yes. But this is what got this conversation going. And so I, I just thought it was a worthy conversation to be had. Um, about because it's something that I'm passionate what about. What it yeah. means to be a gentleman and what those... And why it's important and why yeah, it's important yeah. to me exactly. And also, is it anti-feminist? That I, you know, I feel like, look, we're modern women. We've got businesses. We're doing it, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, you know, the way... So John, who's coming on, um, is my lover, basically. So you'll hear from him. But, um, but basically, the way I have experienced um, gentlemanliness, I suppose, and sex appeal in this sort of um, other way of, attentive way of being with a woman is, I just, I really like it. And so when I compare it to why I will be with a guy and why I won't be, it's like, I feel like there's this pressure that I ignore <laughs> to to not want that or to not allow that. It's like, oh, I want to do this for you. I want to take care of you. I want to open the door for you. These are very small things which lead to very much actually larger are there, there small ways of being in a relationship. Of behavior and intention and, and right. motivation, right. I, I believe. Right. And so, so this is what brought it up because I do feel like there's this pressure to not, as a woman, to not need that, to not want that, to not accept that. And I I'm like, I, 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 it doesn't feel right to me because um, the way I see it is it really allows me to be a fuller version. A woman. Yeah. Like, I feel like it, it's, it's me being feminine and it's me allowing him to be masculine. And there's nothing about that that em- disempowers me. So I wanted to open up the conversation and, and with everyone here. Yeah. Um, so let's introduce our guests. Our guests. Hello. Uh, okay, so um, Stuart and I are going to be sharing a mic today. Hello, everyone. Uh, Stuart is a younger gentleman who <laughs> I think has a really interesting perspective, and we wanted to hear about Stuart's experience with, uh, with dating, because I think that because also gets lost. I also hear Stuart's frustration. Yeah, yeah, and I and and as a woman, I actually think it's really interesting to hear what are what are men thinking, and like you know where where's the push and pull with with what it, you know feminism and how to approach dating women and uh, and what women want and do we even know what we want and you know so Stuart is a good friend being able of to support that mine and ours and uh, um, what else do you want me to say about he's a wise two? man actually he's very he's very grounded and thoughtful I, I think introspective very and so we value his thoughts and opinions and you here. are gentlemanly this isn't like yeah I try I, I try to be yeah but I think that you see the value in it and you you have the reason why you're you want to talk about this stuff right you mm-hmm. there's <laughs> tell us what I, I do I do indeed and we can go into that now or, or we can let the well, I say let's introduce evolve, John okay. yeah, yeah for sure John hi guys Hi, John. How are you? <laughs> so, John, it's where do we be begin here. with John? Thank you. It's good to have you here. We've been talking about doing the show for a while with you, huh? It's been actually quite a while, yeah. And now yeah. you're here. <coughs> Finally, we're here. Well, I, you know, I think John's, uh, and thank you for joining us. Um, I, I love, to me, I guess etiquette is the word. Like, you have this very uh, assert, like, you're very confidently present and un- what do I say, unabashedly uh, generous as a, as a gentleman, right? Like you, giving towards women. And, you know, you. I have this great memory of like, it was my birthday and you're dating my friend and you're like, oh, let me get her flowers. 
and I love them. They're great. <laughs> but it was like, of course, it's through your love for, you know, this other woman that, that you're like, I care about her world and the people that she cares about. So here's my gesture. Well, at least that's how we perceive it. it. Yeah. But I'm very curious to understand what goes on in you all's head. Yeah. Is that your, was that your intention? <laughs> Well, I, I think that, the, and I'm glad you brought this, this issue about the flowers, because I think it's so important if you want to uh, be kind to the person you're with, you have to be kind to the person, uh, the people around that person you're with. And it's really very important. Mm. So the gesture of flowers, it's something that shows that we're a team, we are partners, and uh, I want to make her feel that her friends are my friends as well. So... <laughs> and it did. Let well me just said. so let me just give you a background. So John, um, do you mind me saying your age? Mm. Okay. So John is fifty nine, and most handsome, <laughs> deadly sexy fifty nine year old you could possibly <laughs> hope to catch a glimpse of driving down the street. Wow. Uh, totally. Thank you, it's a rumor I'm spreading. <laughs> I like I like the the just noting the age difference because I think it's an interesting you know having a lot of life experience um, on your end, John, and then Stuart also just your experience with sort of Tinder dating culture um, and those contrasts. I, I think it's also John. You're not American, and you were born. You're from Montreal. Yeah. So that I don't know if that plays uh-huh. a role. <laughs> well, actually, this came up in our discussion earlier, but I was talking kind of just about. American culture and our expectations of women and men here and I do think that there's been this like cultural perversion of like what it is to be a woman and I think okay can I go my little philosophy are we ready for that it's I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it I'd like to yeah we're going for it I it's okay globally if we talk about like women's rights all the stuff that's in the media you know Hillary Clinton dealing with stuff like that with the um, state what is what her role secretary of state (laughs) Uh, but you know, so we, okay, globally we know, like, women have less value, right? Like, this is an issue of, like, you know, infanticide in China, uh, girls not being educated in India, you know, um, marrying women off, that they're a burden with the dowry. Like, it's, you know, so so we can sort of say, okay, that's, like, a, a, an issue. And then you come to America and we go, well, we care about equality. Women should be able to work like men and make, you know, earn a living like men. And we're making this push for it. But... I believe that in the trampling or, or, or in the march to, re- to achieve that, we've, um, there's been a perversion. And the perversion for me is that there's a lack of, uh, uh, there still isn't a value of the woman inherently. It's actually still saying, yeah, you do have, you cause problems, like you require more effort and maintenance. And, um, and if you could just be a little less, then, then we could have equality. Like, if you could just, you know, show up to work like a man and don't mention your period and, like, you know, and get rid of it if you can, just negate it with, you know, the pills and, um, and, and you know. And the drugs that actually take it away. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. And, uh, and, you know, be on top of all that. And then, you know, when you're ready, have the baby, but don't stay out of work too long. And I don't know, just all this stuff that's, like, you know, on, 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 on. I've now, I'm now carrying all of these burdens. And when I'm dating men, I mean, I say I as, like, as the idea of the, the American woman, I'm like, don't worry, see, I'm less. I don't need help no I'm good I've got it all I'm, I've squared it away and I'm independent and you it's good I'm, I'm not a burden to you right well I, I gotta it, there's a school of, there's a number of school of thoughts about what what I'm looking at it from my point of view I, I find uh, that women are the salt of the earth to be honest with you I mean without women we have I mean Stuart is a good-looking guy too and is extremely handsome but I don't think Stuart and I without you guys will be Will be it'll be very dry. It'll be very. I mean, I, I I visited a lot of countries where women were 
third-class citizens, you know, um, places where I've had to do some business. And, you know, for months I will see, I would never see a woman. And it felt very uh, dry and, and, and ugly for all intents and purposes. But what's interesting is there's nothing more beautiful than an attractive woman, all kinds of shapes and, and sizes and, and, and colors and, and beliefs. But uh, an intelligent woman that hardworking, okay, is, is to me is a very, it's a very, it's a great turn on. It's a very sexy thing. What happens, in my opinion, very frequently is women forget to be a woman so she can keep up with um, the, the, the race, for what all. does that look like, though, when they forget It looks to like be a woman? all of a sudden, you know, if, if you're kind to a woman in a workplace or you're kind to a woman in... It, it, it's, it becomes... And I'm not saying... I'm taking away sexual harassment, you know. Uh, I'm talking about right. being kind, being a gentleman. Um, you know, open a door to a colleague at work, okay? Or uh, ask her if she wants lunch because I'm going to lunch. Um, it, it's, it's taken... In America, it's taken uh, a different twist on it. It's, it's looked upon as if you are, you are um, demeaning. Like, that's like a, a predator. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. You're demeaning my uh, my strength as a woman, and that is not the, should not be the case. Right. It's it's actually disempowering, yeah. in my opinion. It's and it's exhausting. It is. I mean, I, I find it. It's it's a beauty. You know, I, I you know, if Stuart and I are working together, Stuart and I work for example for the same company, and I, I'm going out to lunch, and I say, or I'm going to get a cup of coffee. I say, he want a cup of coffee. There is no energy there. There is, yeah, you get me a cup of coffee or something like that. But if I do that with a with um, a, a woman colleague, it becomes an issue of. Um, you're stepping over a line that you should not be stepping on. Or like, what's your intention? It all of a sudden is very weighted with... uh, Absolutely. Yeah, a lot of projections or fears. So I I just, I find it, and and, and there's more, the, 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 the dilemma here actually is that the more powerful women are, the more beautiful they become, okay? But the feminine aspect of a woman should should be intact. That is the most difficult thing, I find it. And I, I actually feel bad, uh, you know, maybe I should not be saying that, but I feel bad for women because they have so many balls in the air, okay? And they try to be um, equal to men, and, and they are equal to men. Actually, they're greater than men. You guys are amazing uh, uh, human beings. You can handle pain better than men. You can handle emotions better than men. And you have an um, ability to nourish, okay, better, way better than men, okay? So... You know, it, it's just taken upon like by by uh, the, the opposite sex, as if you uh, they have to be um, you know let go or or take off their femininity completely to the point that they become dealing with another man. Might as well deal with Stuart, you know. Yeah. So, can I well, can I add one uh, thing yeah. that and I love what you're describing and I just thought something I wanted to add to was uh, this whole thing of what I just said. I, I came out of me. Um, actually being on my period this month and I had this moment where you know I was talking to a guy and I thought you know a quality for me is is actually feeling your nurturing presence while I'm on my period and being able to say that and be, and have that and to me that's more equal than me going oh I'm fine and you know we're we're running in the same race exactly. and I don't have any issues it's like no actually I have this thing I have this cycle that happens every month it's natural it's part of us as humans and to integrate it and and allow you to be part of that um, strengthens me as a woman allows me to be a woman and is and is acknowledging me fully without having to apologize like so I get to be my fullest self and, and be identified for that. And, and that to shame. me is a quality. It should not be a shame. I mean, yeah. It should not be like uh, a situation where, you know, uh, it's actually, it's a beautiful thing that a woman has her, her 
period once a month, you know, and we should we should empower that. This is where where you know how how women evolve, how the world evolve, how you know children are born, and, and so on and so forth. But um, right, can, right, can but, I just jump yeah, in? So please. so let me uh, sort of through analysis. Um, I wanted to in both of these cases what you said earlier, John, and and T what you said, but. Um, really defining what is femininity. So for you, there was a T that was strength in being a woman, right? By, it sounded like acknowledging your vulnerability and where you were and what you needed. Ah, yes, and, well said. And <laughs> and so, John, my question to you then is, is um, or, and Stuart also, what what does it mean for when we say, you know, we I like a strong woman, but I don't like, I don't, not at the expense of her being feminine or losing her femininity. Remember? Yeah, good question. Oh, yeah. Like, what do you, yeah, define strong woman? Can it's I just a, add this button? Like, or I, define, I define femininity. Yeah, both. Well, yeah. Well, you guys, well, you guys are very strong women, both of you. And that is, is very beautiful. You're, you're self sufficient. Um, you're very bright. You're very intelligent. You have your own businesses. And, and, but you don't forget to be feminine. And, and, and that is really very important. And it's like, you know, I, I can compare it to guys that, um, that, want to be bullies so they can feel strong about themselves okay and 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 you don't have to be a man does not have to be aggressive to be assertive assertive okay as well mm. you know so so what's uh, the equivalent for women it's hard to verbalize yeah, hard do to you find see what words. i'm saying like for me but i love what you said about the vulnerability and i wanted to can i this is my yeah. button about the okay the period <laughs> you know uh but you know i i'm there's one day at the top of my cycle where i'm really tired like it happened, like it's, it is effortful to be, you know, and I feel like that is a vulnerability to, to say that, right? Because in the workplace, right, if you need to take a day to be, you know, you can still work, but maybe you're not like on it and you kind of intentionally push some meetings to the next day or the, the day before because you know, I, there needs, women need to be able to, or not need, but women should assert that and only then can they be empowered. But I can see how that's, how fear steps in because then you go well I, I can't be uh, I can't be seen as weak right and if I'm and if I have this cycle every month well you can't be seen as a, as allowing the physicalities of being a woman hold you to back, limit you to limit you and by it's like, like well, put, have less hours in the workplace or what but I guess I'm saying but, it's how do you frame it differently it's like the word choice and it's like well today is a, a bit more of a self-reflective day and I'm and I'm working I it's still a development opportunity but I'm not uh, doing f- five meetings in a row today I don't know. I, I think I, I think we should. I, I, mean, I recently had an experience with somebody that worked for us that was pregnant, and uh, she was working uh, to one of uh, you know uh, reporting to to somebody that was working for me actually, and and uh, that person was was another woman by the way, and she was putting so much pressure on her that I actually had to interfere because I was felt that uh, the amount of pressure that she was putting on her while she was pregnant, it was almost. Um, and human, just yeah. inhumane completely, you know. And uh, um, I, I think I, I, it's very difficult what you what to, to, to put it in words. To be very frank with you, but I find it very, very sad that women cannot be themselves uh, in in any environment work, and they have to prove that they are is as equal as men. Men are, you know, there's. A session that I went to a long time ago in college, uh, we said, who is, has, who's stronger, men, who feels pain more, men or women? Who has, who's more emotional, men or women? And through a, a series of sessions, we discovered that men are actually more emotional than when women. Women can handle wow. it. Yeah. And uh, it was an interesting study, okay? And uh, we find that men, you know, may not cry, but they yell. 
okay, they become, become more aggressive. Uh, they tend to try to control a woman so they can feel good about themselves. And or safe, maybe. Uh, oh, yeah. Less threatened. Or less threatened, you know. And it's a, this is where I, I, I don't have a specific, you know, a reply to what you, what, uh, uh, you guys are asking. But, but uh, I, I think it's all about, about being yourself. You know, yeah. and, and, and the environment around us has to understand that. You know, so. Well, let me uh, let me Stu. Let me ask you because um, Stu, and then I'll get to my, and then I wanted to share my own experience of how, like, for me, I've had a, a journey of really sinking into my femininity in the last two to three years. Like, even yeah, exploring submission and sexuality, and my relationship with John has sort of. Um, Put that in like at the height of its experience. I think because of who John is and how and the nature of our specific dynamic. But Stu, I wanted to ask you because uh, Stu's a, a dear friend and my roommate and an actor, writer, Uber driver, and he I he comes home with these amazing, incredible stories about humanity that I like Through boggle my the, mind. Yeah. Um, but I think that that's a really. Um, um, what would I say, random sample of the population that you experienced, Stuart. And, and, and so I, I'm hoping you could share your perspective on the women that come into your uh, car and your experience with the femininity or lack thereof in them. I'm super excited to hear the answer. Stuart, we're going to take a quick break. Don't hate me. And we're going to come back with his answer to that. <laughs> I know. I know. We're going to be right back. Join the conversation on Instagram or social media at TA Talk Sex. Yes. Hey guys, we're talking with TNA Talk Sex. We have John and Stu with us, and we're talking about ge- what it is to be a gentleman, what it is to be a woman, femininity and masculinity, and, and the, the importance of it. Yeah, and the and what's what's the dialogue behind, or I call it the subtext, but kind of what what's the meaning and the why's behind it. Um, hi, Stu. Hi. <laughs> so we're we're sharing a little mic here. So come on in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cheek we're, to cheek. You know, yeah, cheek to cheek, so nose to nose. Stuart was about to <laughs> divulge his uh, he come, all these experiences he comes home and shares with me about uh, the women that come across you know come into his car and in and out of his life. But but you but I think you're very you have a very smart. Uh, perspective on 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 them. So well, I, mean, I don't know. What yeah, do you? I don't know. Uh, you know how how smart it is, but I, I have feelings about it. I mean, living in Los Angeles, I think you get a pretty honest glimpse at American culture, right? Which is you know inspired by the entertainment industry and you know ambitious young females who are empowered and pursuing their careers. And, you know, like, as you, yes, sir. As, yeah, as you, as you mentioned, um, you know, um, among other things, I drive Uber on Friday, Saturday night sometimes. And so I really get a chance to see these women in their full glory for who they are in their life. They've worked hard all week long and they're blowing off steam. And can I just say that being an Uber passenger, I tell my Uber driver everything. Like, I don't hold back who I am. We have, we Luckily, told the I'm, most a, I'm a bright person, so it's a good, it's their Wait, good one stories. Time we, we told the most graphic sex story once to the guy. We were, I was like, are you sure you're okay with this? I don't want to offend. And then like launched into the story with two women. I was right. with, yeah, yeah, anyway. Yeah, okay, so, so my point is, is that I think you really are getting who they really are. Yeah, un- uncensored. <laughs> 
So, uh, I'm single, and sometimes my friends ask me why I'm single, especially because, I mean, to be honest, I meet really beautiful women. You're every, a catch, too. All, all the time, and especially when I'm driving Uber, like dozens per shift. And they melt. Yeah, from what and, I, hear. and I'm, I mean, I'm not trying to brag, but there there would be plenty of opportunity there. Stu's really handsome. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they throw sex at you. I agree. They literally, like, you bring these stories of home of, like, you know, you want to come up. Constant invitations. Yeah. No, you're right. I think With that... really gorgeous, hot, Yeah, and so, women. I mean, my friends are like, dude, Stu's gay. What, there's no, why is, <laughs> I don't understand this. Why would he not take advantage of these opportunities? And I have to reflect on that myself from time to time. <laughs> But I've kind of come to I've kind of come on some sort of a POV on it. And, and and, you know, a part of it is this is that I'm just not attractive, sorry, attracted to women who are behaving like men. It doesn't get me fucking hard. It doesn't get me excited. And that is the culture. It is women who are in alpha mode, women who are. Not, there is no fluidity in their character. It's like they're behaving like frat boys. Ubiquitously, I can't emphasize the degree to which this is a universal fucking observation on a Friday or Saturday night as an Uber driver. Okay, but can you you paint a picture? Yeah, go ahead. It's, I mean, we're talking about a car full of like girls that are out having fun and they are loud they're, wait can like, I ask you yeah. t- so tell us what they look like like they're dressed to the nines oh, right yeah. they look super beautiful oh, super yeah. feminine it's not a manner of dressing right. that we're talking about exactly. right yeah. like oozing sexuality mm-hmm. even yeah but, but with this coarse undercurrent of masculinity underneath it it's in control they want they're in control of their lives of their careers of their night and as um, T and A, T, T, it doesn't matter. As T, T, as T mentioned earlier, that <laughs> is a beautiful thing, and the world has been waiting for women to have the freedom to behave in that way. But the consequence is that if they go a little too far, or if they get a little too into that sort of um, creative in control in control of my life thing for oh, a guy man. like myself they start to feel like men and could I, could I call it to me it's ego also it's like living in the ego which even for men I'm like right. this reminds me of like the Netflix and chill culture where for mm-hmm. me that makes me very upset and well I can explain in a moment finish your, mm-hmm. yes. finish your thought and so yeah I mean and that's the reason you know and often they're really later in the night especially they're re- they're wasted they're drunk and but can you, you, is, you hang on yeah. you asked me recently about a story that I told you about and these literally like these two women were like trying to get me to come to the apartment and I couldn't fucking do it and, I, and the reason the word that I came up with is that it would feel like bestiality mm, it's like wow. these are not equals to, 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 to like they, they're they're operating on a level that I would feel really gross about engaging with. And what, so anyway, that's the problem is that we're not experiencing this, 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 this open receptive. Now these are feminine qualities. Okay, but, but let me ask you though, yeah. uh, and, and not playing devil's advocate, I'm just trying to define it because we're, we're using a lot of emotional words yeah, and d- adjectives and yeah. right. And so uh, um, I think what's really going to help is, Oh my god, that's my turn. That is uh, defining it more like, like, sure. okay. So the answer isn't 
okay, well, these women are in control. They know what they want. They're going for the careers. The answer isn't to fall back on that. Okay, so the, you don't want a confused woman who doesn't know what she wants, who mm-hmm. isn't going for what she wants. So no. that's not the answer. So what's the answer? The or what's, answer, what's missing? One, you know? The answer, you know, from my perspective is to separate career and and intimacy because you I mean you, and you don't have to you can be a masculine woman that 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 will attract a feminine man I don't know if you've noticed but That's millennial me. males are often very effeminate and I have friends that are young guys who want to be totally dominated by a girl so you know what there's a lot of young girls that are like, hey, that sounds fun. Let's get into that. And there's, I'm not judging that at all. And, but all who knows I'm if saying, that's a nature-nurture thing. There's a lot. There's a whole separate no, but topic. It's, but, but it's polarized is the key. In my opinion, right. that's the key. There's feminine and there's masculine. Whatever the dynamic is, two girls, two guys, a masculine girl, a feminine guy, a masculine guy. I just happen to be a masculine guy. And so I feel like I'm in a desert fucking wasteland in Los Angeles on a Friday night. Okay, great. So, so I, I like that specification that it's it's separating the strength and alpha in the career versus intimacy in our relationships. Well, and by the way, I like that we like John. Yes, but I just want to say that we can rotate. And I think of like Lady Gaga, for example, talked about how she's very submissive actually in her relationship, where she's a powerhouse in her career, right? And this duality, and and actually having flexibility to be both. Um, John, as as I said, and and I'm not as uh, uh, you know, I, 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 I. for my age, I get hit on a lot. <laughs> <laughs> By very young. I'm sure you, your entire but, life. I mean. but, but I'm not as, I don't get as much as I get, as Stuart gets hit on. By, uh, but I, it's, no, that's not true. You're not, you're not in an Uber car. Women launch themselves no, at jobs. Either, either way, you know, Sue has but, got a steady flow of women coming his way. Yeah, but the issue I'm getting at is that, uh, and I agree with Stu, to some great extent, you know, it's nice to have a strong woman, but you know what? I think what's happening is they forget to be sensuous. You know, they forget mm-hmm. the art of of seduction. You know, uh, it's almost very raw uh, to the point that. Um, go ahead. Uh, can we define sensuous again? Well, these no, words. No, it's, 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 it's a hard I, conversation I, I, to have. The only thing I can say is uh, the only thing is can say is like it, it's a simple flirt, simple flirtation, knowing. Okay, that you are interested in in this individual. Okay, and so that man has to act upon it. Okay, it's it's uh, you know the foreplay and go ahead. No, no, no. I and, and and the foreplay of of seduction is actually more interesting than sometimes you know than the actual sex part of it. Okay, so um, I think it's just it's how. The behavior comes across how the woman, and if she goes to if Stu, I'm not I'm not going to speak on behalf of Stu, but if he feels that he can be in control by not by being in control of the person, by being the one who's making the steps forward, the first step, the second step, you know, who's I think, inserting himself. Yeah, well, I talk about himself. sort of as a woman setting the stage and the man makes That's the exactly action. It's it creating is. the space. Yeah, but it, can right. can Back, I say I. I just one last thing, and mm-hmm. you know, you know, back in 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 uh, in you know, a couple of hundred years ago, women will. You know, will have a fan and fan, you know, herself, or drop a handkerchief on the floor, and it's a sign of, you know, being seductive, but without being. Too I want aggressive. your attention. The only problem back then is that attention. they were completely looked at as right. second second-hand citizens who weren't I'm smart I'm enough to own land. talking about but these, these no, little you, symbolic. Again, no. separating the age is really slightly different, you know. But no, but I like that. Here's at that my point phone that number, says, for example. Yeah. You know, I like you. Here's my phone number. Call yeah. me when you can. You know, this yeah. kind of thing. You know, but. Um, I, can yeah. I, I do also feel like the I, I, it's interesting what you're talking about which the story of the women in the car I feel like there's this 
um, again, blending where women, I think, feel a pressure to also be like, I like to fuck. I want to have sex problem I because, have. because I think that's what the guy expects. So I'm jumping. Uh, I'm going to give him what he wants. Like this weird well, expectation of women in, in mainstream culture. But it's not even what the men are expected to want. I think it's being fed to women that that's what it means want. to be powerful. Oh, and that's what it yeah. means to be strong. Mm-hmm. Is to be like, oh, I can fuck like you. I can say when. I can say where. I can say how. Yeah. Mm, and I'm going to take it. And it's like, that's so personal. You're turning Stuart and John off. Yeah, but even <laughs> but not just that. But personally, I know I don't orgasm from that. So I'm looking at these other women going, are you really, are you orgasming? Me too. And the reason I, me too. The reason I'm bringing this up is because women have like, it seems like I talk with women where I'm like, don't you care about your pleasure? Totally. And I, why aren't you concerned with your pleasure? And that's why the art of seduction becomes very important. Okay. Seducing a a woman, it becomes, you know, it's a foreplay. Yes. So you can have, so can you eventually, a woman becomes, uh, can have an orgasm. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. And I will say, yeah, go ahead. It's not about just fucking. I mean, we all can get laid. You know, for all intents and purposes, sure. you know, but, you know, the, the art of, of making love is forgotten to some great extent, you know, in my opinion. I just want to say that um, on like I, I've heard I heard this a lot from my young clients where they were bored like they I mean, these are young, attractive, successful guys and coming to, to pay for services. And it's it, but they said they're like, look, I'm out there I'm dating. It's the same thing that Stuart's talking about, where it's just um Sexually speaking, they couldn't get them to. Uh, there was no it, connection, no engagement. No, it was connection. just like a, a like a, a a wall in a way that was just all bravado. Um, well, so they were bored. Think- po- point being that they were bored, and they are very also they were expressing to me a lot of frustration in the dating scene. No, I, I think I might be able to shed a little more light on on that. A few more details. I think you'd like. Um, what, what does that mean? What, where does it, what, what's what's the cause of that boredom? So when I reflect on that, I come up with the analogy of okay, some uh, of a gardener, right? So some people uh, they they you know work hard during the day. They got a little garden in the backyard. It's a way for them to unwind, and the reason is because they're tending to something else, right? There's this fertile soil. They take care of it. They tend toward that garden, okay. right? May I clarify? I'm sorry. Are you saying from a male's perspective or a woman or anyone? Male and anyway. female is not the right terms. It's masculine and feminine, right? So the masculine force is the creative force, right? You can go back to any Eastern whatever tradition. It's the assertive creation force, where the feminine force is the receptive experiential force in nature, right? Right. And we're talking about the, 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 the allowing the opportunity for two individuals to polarize themselves and fully experience both of those polarities is getting a little lost so i'm I'm, so i'm offering this analogy that the joy of gardening is a masculine joy you're tending to that garden you're taking care of that garden right but what if the garden is like i don't need your help i'm fucking empowered i will water myself motherfucker Okay, what happens True. to the joy of the garden of the gardener? It's lost, and what happens to the joy of the garden? It's also lost. I agree. I that's, totally agree, that's and that's an a analogy. great analogy. I can I? John, okay, wait. Can I say, as a woman? Yeah. Well, I sometimes I feel I'll have guilt moments where I feel like I I joke about being like a lazy lover, right? But 
but your analogy hits on exactly what I like, right? Which is like, I'm the garden, like, yay. And of course you give back in a, you know, what, you know, right, which doesn't back. mean that the woman, if but we're I using this analogy, doesn't mean that you can't be the gardener also in different ways. In your sure. career, or right, whatever right. else you want. And well, that's what's important and new, but what we're trying to search for is some balance here right. and then to parse apart the different elements of, of life, the difference between career and sex and relationships, all these things are, they're not the same. But even in sex that you can choose, like yes. you, like you're saying, like you can be the gardener or the garden, and right. knowing when you're that. But and we when need you're to switching. have that flexibility. But the polarity is what's getting and, lost. Yeah, oh, that's John, I love that. What, what, what's 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 fascinates me here, and we're we on time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. We, 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 what fascinates me here is that, you know, a woman is when a child, when a little girl is born, she's very feminine as she as she goes through. You know her her different stages of life. She's very feminine. What happens when she becomes a woman? Why does she become so so assertive? You know, and it's interesting because you know, I, I'm and I think it is a lot has to do with what we see today on you know on what we watch, what we what we hear. Uh, you know, reality TVs. I you know recently I was watching one program at three o'clock in the morning. I was flipping through, and there was some you know housewives whatever and they're all so aggressive to the point that i think when women watch that they forget that they should they they feel that this is the norm okay yeah yeah tv well, they, is you, telling us right. what the they standard like, is again yeah it's like this is how to be a strong woman you have to be a strong woman but i think a strong woman is a strong woman no matter what a strong okay. woman who's and able I, to be feminine. Well, really I liked feminine. what yeah. you were saying, A and John, just being being yourself fully and owning the vulnerability, owning the the well, full range of your desires and needs. And uh, let me go into. Do we need to take a break? Yes. We okay. Do. So Sorry. when we come back, I want to go into, um, if you don't mind, John, the sort of some some details of uh, very simple dynamics between John and and me that um, that have sort of taught me and illuminated this whole concept. So we'll be right back. Yeah, uh, check out at TA Talk Sex and write us a review on iTunes uh, if you listen through that medium so that we gain more visibility. We'll be right back. We're back with TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. And we are talking with John and Stu about uh, life. <laughs> um, Everything. Masculinity, masculinity femininity, uh, dating culture, and and gentlemanly behavior. And I, I don't know, are kind of the polarizing feminine masculine. Well, how, yes, basically, we, we just to recap, we how uh, our culture seems to have been losing this polarized feminine masculine experience and how it's um hijacked in in the guise of equality <laughs> right but also how it's it's not uh stimulating or attractive to men like Stuart or gentlemen but for or, women or either but for, for women either yeah. and women aren't orgasming from it either so what the fuck are we doing let's move on <laughs> well let's let's parse it apart so that we can uh change our behavior <laughs> okay so i wanted to go into um uh, some ex- just yes, yeah, some very mundane even examples of how John, how my dynamic has been with John, because I feel like 
this has been new to me. Um, I don't know if it's because I don't uh, because of your age, John, or who who you are, just because you're just so amazing, <laughs> or what. But again, I've been on this journey. I always journey. object about the age because I have a 25 year old who I, I feel know, brought I the courtesy, a la John. Okay, I'm not saying it's <laughs> exclusively age, but I, I, anyway, I'm just saying maybe it's a factor, whatever. Um, but you're also very feminine too. It's, it's, well, but here yeah. and age is experience. Well, though. and I'm you interested to hear your your side of it yeah, because because this. I haven't. I don't feel. Oh gosh! And Stuart, you can maybe hark on this too because we used to be together <laughs> years and years, ten years ago. So maybe you can compare my, compare Look, me I, ten years ago. Just to say, I didn't. I don't think we disclosed on the show, but when we did a cunnilingus episode, that the guy on the show I was actually dating. <laughs> I'm just saying, like we bring on people. I, I forgot. I forgot. Just, you know, right, Stu's like a brother. We're going for ratings today. Stewart's like my brother now. He's he's a dear friend and brother. But I, I don't know. Maybe so. If that comes up, too. if that comes up, feel he's free to comment. Too. I'm just saying. But um, but I like I said, I feel like I haven't always been feminine. I feel like I've always been sensual and wearing flowy feminine dresses and whatnot. But. I feel like I have definitely been a child of the culture of, you know, go out and conquer as a woman and do whatever the hell you want to do. And, and I do, I did, even when I, you know, in my young twenties, I, I did feel out of balance in defensive. a way. I felt, no, I felt defensive. I, I also felt too rigid and strong. And anyway, so life happens and the past three years especially has been this real, um, uh, highlighted journey of submission, I would say, even like sexually, like you know, T and I have done some BDSM um, episodes talking about I learned so much dominance and submission, uh, but the notion of surrender, and to me, there is something to me that's at the essence of femininity. I'll say, sexually speaking, um, I feel like when I'm able to fully surrender which I guess you could also call that vulnerability or it's like mm-hmm, a moment yeah. thing but when you're really able to let go and um, surrendering means I guess allowing myself to be in the hands of my lover who is this masculine entity um, and and not trying to control right which would be the masculine quality so um, but how that so that's in the bedroom and, and externally the way that's been manifesting I feel is like even when we go to dinner right there's there's these very gentlemanly old world sort of behaviors that you do john and that um and that i feel like a lot of women would kick their heels maybe of my generation anyway and be like well no you don't have to do that like you'll or, like, or make her uncomfortable right like so so john's very uh, a uh, very attentive and uh low you know puts serves me puts food on my plate and then we'll be talking and talking and da 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 and all of a sudden i just realize that there's more food on my plate like he just he's always aware of that and and it's such a sweet thing and and i could say well you don't have to do that i can load my own plate i can feed myself thank you like you don't have to do that i'm and i and i Honestly, I catch myself saying that to you sometimes, don't I? Like, I can do it. And you're like, I know you can do it. I want to do it for you. So it's this nature of, I still feel in me this little kick up sometimes where I'm like, no, you don't have to do that. I can take care of myself. I can do it. So I guess I'm curious if maybe you can explain your mentality or your philosophy or what's going through your mind with that. I'm also curious if where you learned it and or if you had to figure it out on your own. It's very interesting. I, I, to, to answer your question first, 
Uh, tea. To address T's question first, where does that come from? Um, I think it comes from basically growing up in a family that is very, um, that's very, imp- very imp- well mannered, if lack of better words. You know, extremely so like well. etiquette, kind yeah. of an expectation Absolutely. of behavior. You know, standing up for a woman and. And go into schools that you know you have to learn how to to you know treat your your your, your peers and and your friends and and your your professors and whatever. Uh, that comes from that. That comes from that. Uh, but but to go back and and, and address uh, the point, uh, you know, A has been been very feminine from the day day one. She does. She is very 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 strong woman, I, and I see that, and I see how she. Um, she sometimes, and sometimes we talk about business, and she, she will, literally tell me off. Uh, uh, not in a good uh, way. No, it's 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 an error. And it's not. It's, it, no, no, <laughs> it's I'm defensive. not. I'm, it's not a complaint. It's not a complaint. Nor, nor <laughs> it's not wrong or right. It's about trying to to determine her disposition in the conversation. And it's it's actually very interesting because uh, we were actually we had a, a discussion a couple of days ago um, about something that she's worked one of her site that she's working on, and uh, you know and she I was trying to give her a high level advice it wasn't really you know it's, and and she was very assertive to say that I make my decisions you know and and, and she said it a number of times. Um, but that's because I'm defend, and I was, no, you know, insecure yeah, like, defending. Like, yeah. And and it's it's no no it's not there's, there is absolutely no no there is no and 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 I can tell. But but that's unfortunately that is most uh, American women uh, yeah, understand. I, the only thing they, they understand is that to be assertive instead of challenging the conversation, they become try to dominate the conversation. I think defensive, and to me, defensive. it's guarded. And I actually was thinking I took a, when we took our break, I was thinking about. Uh, as women, I think there's so much attention on us right now and there's been so much change in the last few like decades that like I think that it's actually a bit inflamed. Like yeah. women feel, I think, up against well, the wall and they're scrambling to try and like d- make some change. And like we're saying, almost yeah. become, I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, leave me alone. I'm, I'm doing this. And then I'm, and I've got free sexuality and I'm, you know, and, and it's just sort of this like lost... Right. Well, yeah. as the person who is exhibiting that behavior, I can tell you that it does come from defense and an insecurity about like me saying I can make my own decisions is me basically saying uh, I'm afraid I can't make my own decisions. And so I'm, I'm being defensive well, about it. So, so this is an example of how I, I was not being feminine, but, but I'd like to get to the example yeah, but a, of like a paranoia, a paranoia that I'm going to be undermined Fine, as a woman. But, so I'm asserting myself like in this this stubborn way. I'm not we're not judging. I, I do it, too. And I'm learning. I agree, to but I'd, I'd really like to talk about the feminine aspect of it, I, because I, I feel like we've really addressed how yeah. the negative how pe- women are not being feminine. So I'd really <laughs> like to address what's the opposite? What does the opposite look like? And, and by this example, I use this example of John serving me at food, uh, sorry, at dinner or standing up for me and opening the door, all these things, doing these little things because you want, you say the word you use, I want to take care of you. And there's something, and, and what I said at the top of the show, for me, there's something as I've shed, I feel like as I've shed a lot of these cultural imprints of to be a strong woman, you don't allow that to happen or or that I will feel weak if if someone offers me that kind of behavior um I feel like I've shed a lot of that which has now given me an opportunity to really embrace and enjoy these moments and um 
I, and that's yeah go ahead. The, you had a great example about the the trash example in that well TV that's a episode. little bit little bit different i i, I, I just it, want can i ask though i yeah. wanted to ask john like what is good and Stuart too like because you think about this too but just maybe even so our listeners can hear like it's not, you guys aren't saying that or doing these things because you think that we're incapable. So what, why, why do you want to take care of us, quote unquote, open the door, serve me food? I think there's a beauty in there. Go ahead, Stu, go ahead. No, 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 I was going to ask. You know, go ahead. Ju- so being uh, A's roommate, <laughs> I have had the, uh, the privilege, really, of uh, sort of seeing this really beautiful uh, uh, friendship and, and relationship between between her and John and he's kind of what I aspire to be in a lot of respects because he's a, an achieved person you know he's a person who 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 is already sort of got his life in order it's be- he's drawn beautiful things around him he's really manifested the life that he wants to manifest and I'm still working on that you know hopefully I'll get there but being in the position that he's in he's able to fucking roll the windows down on the Italian sports car and take a girl to Malibu. But that doesn't matter. I don't care about the car. No, no, it's not that's about not that. The it's the point. The point is that he's able to, the, the, to do really fun things at a whim and make you happy. But it doesn't have anything to money. do with money. Or, I'm not or, saying it has or, to do with it, money. I, I want to know the psychology. Why? Okay, you're right, T. You're right. Maybe I should bring up the trash. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think it's, it articulates this idea. So so there's there's this thing that came up in Jane the Virgin. Uh, this, these, the couple, were, they were getting married. And so they were discussing in a fun and funny manner the contract of their, of their the future of their marriage. And, there, and she, he was like, well okay, I'll do this, you do that this many times, blah, blah, blah. And there's like, okay, well, I'm going to take, you have to take out the trash. She says, you have to take out the trash. And he's like, well, I'll take out the trash four times. You take out the trash three times a day, three times a week. He's like, hashtag feminism. I feel like John would never let me take out the trash. Right. <laughs> you well, know, and I, so my question I, is mm-hmm. why? Like, because the, I, I am capable of taking out the trash. It's not like, should we What's not? What's the symbolism behind it? Right. And I, like, I grew up with my father. I never took the trash out. Is, and it's not to say it's right or wrong, but I do think there is a symbol behind it. But, but, but guys, what, what you're forgetting, you know, we, 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 we're, ta- we're concentrating so much on, on women and f- being feminine. But, you know, with the exception of Stu, and I, I got to res- love and respect Stu very much, and he's a great gentleman as well. And actually, was I was talking about him a couple of days ago, and saying he never says anything wrong. He never comes out of you know he dev- never criticizes anybody. Mindful. And, yeah, and he's just very very uh, he's just a great human being. I, I think men as well have created this kind of situation with women, where basically they feel that a woman has to be you know um, has to take the trash as well. She has to. She has to be, um, you know, a participant in, in everyday life somehow, okay? Uh, it, it doesn't make you less of a person as a man if you can do the, the, you know, the chores that a woman does not have to do. And it's because there's something so feminine. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm very old-fashioned to some great extent. But, I mean, you know, taking a trash, it doesn't make you less of a person. But if you see, you're sitting down watching TV and... Your, your girlfriend or your wife or your date or whatever is up there cleaning the kitchen and she's taking the trash out. You know, I, I hate 
cleaning dishes, by the way, and that's something that I would <laughs> I not, hate laundry. You know, we I, each have uh, our thing. Laundry too. So, so you know, I, I'm, I'm always glad there's a woman making, you know, washing the dishes. Uh oh. But I do it. I had a boyfriend who would do my laundry. I'd leave, forget clothes there. He washed them. I was like, oh, hallelujah. I mean, it's all about contribution and balance. It is. It is. It is all about balance. But but the point is that we as men have to also remember that uh, like maybe because of my age we grew I grew in an era where I basically have to be I have to be a man okay I cannot be sitting around drinking beer looking watching a, a game and having my uh, my uh, significant partner uh, out there doing you know the shores in the house it does you have to participate so um, it's an inherent thing. It's in the DNA. And, and I really, it comes again. I look at what we read today, what we see, uh, um, you know, what the television brings out to the, to the forefront of everybody's. Uh, and, and it's almost like guys. And, 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 and I look at some commercials. And recently I was watching a commercial and, and a woman is making fun of a guy because, you know, he's sitting there drinking beer. And it's almost accepted all of a sudden that the woman is the strong one and the guy is sitting uh, on the couch watching, drinking beer and, and eating popcorn, okay? So and, guys are a big part of this. Uh, exactly. So guys neighbor, also yeah. have to take the extra step to make a woman feel feminine so she doesn't have to feel constantly mm-hmm. on a treadmill that she has to be equal. Okay. And I will say... Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that makes sense, I don't know. Yeah, yeah but I, I will, and I will say that... Um, it, what makes me feel feminine is Stuart what you mentioned earlier is allowing myself to be the flower that John tends right and as a, as a quick note as a quick note that's what it really what I mean when I'm talking about my observations of John he's the opposite of the unmotivated millennial pot smoker he's a guy who has vision pot, he's way. willful <laughs> yeah well fine you can if it's at the end of a long day's work yeah. He's willful. He's 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 creative. He's kind of you know in control in a masculine way. Yeah, but I I wanted to bring up this. This is actually a question that I had earlier, which is we're talking about the tending of the garden. But I wanted to ask you, gentlemen, as um, as men, what do you think your role is in order to allow the woman to trust you to let her let you mm, tend actually, the garden? Th- good thing you mentioned that because this was a big thing when we I'm, first started. Dating. Yeah, I think women start out defensive because they're going prove to me that you're allowed in. How do I how do I know I can let my guard down and be That's calm? That's a very good question. John was like the yeah, first absolutely. person that I felt comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like I knew that he. Ha- you know what it was? It was that I knew for sure a hundred thousand percent. That's not a number, but whatever. Anyway, <laughs> that uh, that he. This is what I trusted. I trusted completely that he absolutely had my best interests in mind mm. with every other man I had been with there was that was not the case and I you T you're gonna yell at me for making it age thing but age for me does come into play because no, hold on, just let age. me say it let me say it that for me younger men come with a hunger and a need to prove themselves and also their sexual desires out of control which makes me feel like they're not looking out for me when they come to me wanting sex. They're, they're not. not thinking about my experience so and what know. I want, or 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 what's going to, or um or, or what's going to want me to open up to them in the bedroom. They're thinking about, in a more manipulative way, how can I get what I want? Right. And and so John was the first person where I felt, I trusted completely that. My, he had my best interest in mind. And can thank I, you for saying that. But I, t- I want to tell you something. We Not a lot need of, to take a break. Uh, can we Go just ahead, finish yes. this off? I, I, I'm just, you know, it's, thank you for saying this. But I, I tell you something. A lot of women don't know how to handle that. What you're talking about. When you try to 
they don't do you have no I, I actually, agree this is what I mean by surrender yeah, and submission yeah. honestly. They, they think that because you are gentle with them that there is an agenda and it's all of a sudden they put their backs up and they become very aggressive that you want something from them yeah and you become aggressive take it, yeah. and it's not a, again it's, it's not about sex you know it's about seduction and and part of being a gentleman in my opinion is is a great part of being seducing a woman you know and that is something that somebody has most women should realize but well, I, I had to learn that I had to learn that I was letting go and that was a gift like for me to give that to you is because you earned it through this seduction and it's like exactly to open up um, and, and this is and just real quick um, this is at the core of what I mean by like for the masterclass series that I that I have started but um, I feel like that's at the key of seduction for men and that's what I look for when like when I'm engaging with a client versus a personal someone who's personal or whatever what's really going to captivate me is how much am I aware that their attention is fully on what's going to work for me yeah we'll define this a little bit after we come back from the break it'd be fun when we come back to talk about what qualities are involved in a man of that sort and what makes what really what really is required and it's not exactly. money it's not money, and it's not money at all, at all. Not money. Yeah. i wanted to note though a which the age thing i agree there's a patience with age but i but my point is even you can young men that can young cult- men yes yes that's my point is I, I, true totally i was just saying they can have awareness and to me i hope I that observe it this mostly. conversation is you okay know, when we come back some really juicy stuff join us for the conversation on uh, social media at ta talk sex TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. And we're just about to talk about the, the specific qualities or characteristics that um, that make a gentleman a gentleman in the way that we've been talking about for this whole show. But before we do that, um, John, uh, we were talking over the break and you brought up a really interesting point, which I, I feel needs to be voiced about um, men needing to be able to accept well, strong women. Yeah, and, and, I find, and, and it's something that I've noticed throughout my life and some of my friends are just complete Fucking morons! Uh, they don't know how to <laughs> Some of women. mine are too. Don't worry. You know, and and, and I've noticed that they, all they do is basically think when they see a strong woman, they feel the only way they can manage to 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 con- and the word control is, is, is a horrible word, but manage to Be reach out. Masculine. Yeah, reach out is you know when they're strong, they feel that they become more more aggressive and they become more. They can't. They don't know how to handle them. Strong women. The beauty of a strong woman is is something that we should not shy away from. Okay, uh, but men generally also have to learn that when they meet a strong woman, they have to appreciate her strength. Okay. I was thinking in the same way that we were yeah. saying women become defensive. It's almost the, like this is the male version of like def- becoming yeah becoming br- afraid like to be macho. vulnerable. Afraid to be vulnerable and becoming like this bigger defensive well, matching version. strength with strength almost or like it do- it doesn't work it doesn't work unfortunately because you eventually butt heads and eventually somebody gets upset and you know I, I think if in, in a tradition what I have done is when I meet with a, a strong woman I let her be strong and and I tend to find out what her needs are as far 
as being a strong woman, not trying to take it, to take suck away the strength from her, is by supporting her and empowering her. And it takes a Bingo. lot of the operative word being supporting. I no. think. Yeah. Well, right? that allows he's, her he's, to. It's an active thing. It what is. What John's talking about is an active masculine tending toward this woman, helping her blossom in all of her ambitions and strengths and powers. It's, I think it fits exactly. into this conversation but what, Including taking well. the garbage out. Okay, it's yeah. just a, if needed. Yeah. Yeah. But that's like a, yes, yeah, to me it's the small symbol of this larger exactly. idea of like I'm tending to you and paying attention and, and yeah, supporting. And I think that's, yeah. One of the things that fascinated me over the years is that, uh, you know, and I've noticed some of my friends do it, is when they go out on dates, they sit, they, t- they, they expect a woman, and there's nothing wrong with sharing the, uh, the, the bill or pay, but they expect it. If you're dating somebody, especially for the first couple of times, and you want to have a relationship, okay, you should be the man, okay? It's in, it's inherited. We should take care of it. instead of pay your share or uh, uh, you know or um, it, there is a bit of sophistication that lacks in our upbringing in the United States, and I think the key word is sophistication. Okay, to be very frank with you. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Can I ask I, you monetarily. Do you not think like sometimes I. I I, yeah, well, I just quickly go, oh, but mm, like, what if a man doesn't have a lot of money? But maybe the answer is you take her to pizza and you buy $2 pizza. Or- I tell you truthfully, I think it, there's nothing wrong with being transparent. And you can say, listen, I really have limited. And the woman, if the woman likes you, she will appreciate that about you. For yeah, sure. because there's, there's a the million same. other ways that you can yeah. b- have this behavior. Can I just mention that? Because this is a, I feel like I can't, this is a way, something that I've observed. But I feel like you're right. There's this expectation thing that kills that... Um, desire I think for men to to behave this way toward women and I and I think the key is um, is there something about when the woman is able to be open and receptive and allow herself to right I guess to receive that um, it's almost like the flower like when you're being the flower and you're just enjoying being tended to then it makes the gardener want to tend to you even more so it's this Mm -hmm. cycle that just keeps going right Mm -hmm. and so and but if there's expectation that's not that somehow kills it but there's 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 like with women coming with an expectation but there's a fine line between sharing and uh being abusive okay Uh, i've dated a very rich woman one time and and uh, um she was she had more money than i did um uh, way more money and uh, she always wanted to pay. And, and I let her do that once in a while. But, I, you know, I, didn't fe- I, I felt frequently I didn't want to be abusive of her, her generosity. There's always a balance. And, and, I, and I go back to the word where I say sophistication and basically how you handle yourself. It is, it is important to let a woman be a woman. Again, men, unfortunately, in this country... And I blame men as much as I blame the fact that women are not as, as feminine as they like to be. Is men, they, they make women, they put women in a corner where they become more aggressive. Or they become more assertive. They, bec- they want to protect themselves, okay? Oh, but, there is no protection mechanism that is inherited by men towards women that comes naturally. Well, okay. can I share that, like, uh, like, physically speaking, and again, because sex isn't ever just about sex, is it like, if I, if I, sh- so by sharing this experience, Physically, I think it will. I think it manifests in other ways in my life as well. But, but physically, T, we've talked about this on the show um, before, where women feeling in defense of their sexuality, where they have to um, like hold on, either hold on to something or protect themselves from something. And I do feel 
like that's something I've experienced a lot in our culture. Because not enough seduction has been put in place beforehand to allow you to relax into it. Like right. a literal muscle relaxation. So I feel like there's a link. This is, it's not a full thought. Yeah. But. No, it is. It's, yeah, it's, it's the allowing, back to this, te- the more the man makes her feel safe, the more she can open up. Absolutely. And she drops and the give aggressiveness, the yes. aggressive behavior. And, and gives in right. this way that he has been wanting. Yeah. Right. There are a lot of issues that we can, you know, we can spend the next next twelve months talking about this. To be honest with you, but <laughs> well, let's go into some of the um, some of the specific characteristics, um, Stu. I know you wanted to, to talk about this as well. Between uh, about what really, um, ice qualifies makes a, yeah. a man. Well, like the differences between the man we're talking about and um, some of the other men, I guess that T and I have come across. Or <laughs> well, you touched on it yourself, uh, young. Uh, there are no generalities here, but for the sake of this conversation, we can say, you know, younger guys are, you know, not in control of their own desire, right? right? So what does that do? They approach a situation thinking of not the girl, not mm-hmm. the garden, but themselves. Oh, my God, it would feel so amazing to have sex with that thing. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much the yeah. thought that, can, that goes through a person's mind until if... God willing, someday they mature and they become what we're talking about. And sometimes they don't. They and don't ever. A like lot of times, a lot of don't. older men who uh, no, age is not a thing. American guys. A lot of older. Yeah. Well, yeah. Generally speaking, yes. But but because age, of the culture, because right. where we are in America. Right. Yeah. And age so does not older, mean that you grow up. A lot up. of older right. guys are still fucking morons. You know. So right. it doesn't I matter how much. Share right. a little anecdote. I there was a guy. He Norwegian. But <laughs> but. Basically, we knew we were going to have sex. It was like I'd met him at a party. We ended up talking via texting, and we talked on the phone. He actually listened to our podcast; it was really cute. And but then he was like, "Well, do you, you know, do you, would you like to join me at this party?" And I'm thinking, oh, "Loud music." I was like, "Well, you can meet me at my place." And he was like, "Great, let's have conversation," you know. And comes over with a bottle of wine, you know. And so, so already there's this sense of he's graciously accepting the invitation. He comes over. We have we actually talk for a good while. And even then, there's still a seduction innate in our interaction. Okay. There, wasn't, there wasn't like, great, let's go to the bedroom. Let's do this. It was like we talked and connected, and then it was this slow, you know, move closer. And anyway, I bring that up because I don't think it's necessarily even like, oh, wait three dates, and then you do this. No, and it's, it's this formal thing. It's, it's intention and behavior attention and on attention. all levels. I, I, f- I feel like, uh, for me, one of the key things, and we've touched on this here and there in the show, but is attention like when i'm with a guy i'm very we're not i'm not i don't think anybody's stupid but i think women we we feel this for sure what is really going on in a guy when he's interacting with me i can feel your sexual hunger totally i can feel what your intention is even if you sugarcoat it with x y and z i can feel all that stuff right so what i'm looking for as a feminine woman who's looking for this kind of experience um is I'm looking for a guy who is able to set aside physical desire, attraction, even if that's all there. He's setting it aside, not letting it drive him and rule him, but he's able to set that aside and really focus in on me and be attentive to me in a way that I feel like he's listening for cues, right? Like everything I say, everything I do is a clue about what works for me, where you can be supportive, what I need, what I don't need, what I like to eat, what all these things where it's like, it's like he's the gardener who's trying to understand this plant and how to make it thrive and live. And I feel like this is an act, this is part of the seduction because when I see that happening, it's a turn on to me because I'm a woman 
I'm a naturally born woman who's like exists in the natural world and that's just I think how femininity operates okay and so it's the cycle happens right of like opening up right and also trust because he's also giving me the attention and like I see it happening like okay instinctively but hearing that it makes me go what about but what do you is that sometimes I fear, am I, am I giving back enough to the man? I mean, when you guys hear this, does it feel like... That's true. You what do you, how do we nurture you back? Good what do you hope, how do you hope to be nurtured by a woman when you're, that, when you're offering that as a gentleman? Um, I, honestly, I, from my point of view, it's, it's, it's interaction. You know, uh, I had a conversation yesterday with... Yeah. With you a, call me Steph, it's fine. Yeah. With a, I had a conversation yesterday with A, and it was it was a, quite an interesting conversation. And at the end of the conversation, there was something that she that she said, and that she can actually feel the tone of my voice changing. And I said, "Well, let's talk tomorrow." And before we hang up, she made she made a point to clarify that without me even asking. And to me, it's taking an extra step all the time, whether it's men or women. But can I clarify? The point was to uh, make you feel secure and safe. That's exactly because right. we were having a conversation that That's, was, and, and, it's, you know, and it's beautiful. That's what I'm saying. Possibly so, threatening. Yeah. Yeah. So that is that is exactly what it is. And that's your my your question is. Yes, it's, it's how we come across, whether it's a man or a woman towards one another. But that's you know. me looking out for your best interest as well. But I'm if, being. If we do that with everybody are, you know, that we yeah. know. Men and women, yeah. Your yeah, friendships. Yeah, your friendships, even. You find that there is much better relationships, okay? It's not sure. about me, me, me all the time. Exactly. Okay? So. I agree. I, I don't want to make this too broad, but the question is what does a man get in return for tending to a woman? is the same question that any one can ask any religious person, which is, what's the reward for being a good person, right? Christians say, do unto others, right? Take care of others. Buddhists say, you know, the whole point of life is to be in service to others, tend to others, 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 right? And someone who's not into that or whatever is like, that doesn't make any sense. I don't understand why I would do that. When I can actually get ahead in business by cheating and scamming, why on earth would I not do that, right? This is a perennial philosophical and spiritual question. The answer to which is, you know, very fun to explore, but in, you know, 73 words or less for me, (laughs) it's because we as people have two natures. We have our sort of grubby little survival nature, and we have this, in my opinion, this very beautiful, generous, and very grand being that we can be. That's the element of ourselves that's really being referred to by these different spiritual traditions. And it's its own reward. So the garden doesn't have to do anything. You know why? Because the act of taking care of that garden tunes me in to the best part of myself. And that is its own reward. I think that's beautiful. Can I add on top of that, though, that what's coming up is the woman's job, therefore, or is uh, what makes a a good woman a good woman is the woman who will not take advantage of that. Absolutely. Because there are so many women Mm -hmm. will... And they come Don't with be prejudice against Russian women. <laughs> I'm totally, I'm, that was not fair. I'm, I'm not fair at all. I shouldn't have said that. But 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 you, you which brings up the stereotype of the you know this expectation. Yes, I expect yeah. you to tend my garden. Yeah, I expect just, you to yeah. to give me money to. 
provide all these things. So, and that is just going to, I imagine, make you be like, fuck off. I don't want to do that for I you. I expect. I appreciate yeah. Um, yeah. I think we're we're winding down. We've gone over a little bit. No, it's okay. So much. To this talk was about. a fascinating conversation. I think we hit on so many, so many gold sometime. nuggets. Yeah. We're gonna have you guys back for sure again for like the uh, elite masculine <laughs> perspective. <laughs> yeah. So helpful. Thank you for um, sharing your perspective. So let me. Ca- so uh, yes. Yeah, so again, go to lovetv.co for um, more uh, exclusive video content. Yeah, we uh, do fun little videos in bed with series where we ask our guests. You know, naughty questions. Yes, and I think we have a video coming out about the what makes you hot when yeah. blah, blah, blah. Tune in to find out. Um, so that's lovetv.co. And um, also, uh, if you're interested in uh, this whole conversation, was born from this new uh, site and service that I am offering called Masterclass for Men. You can go to the website. Um, masterclassformen.com you can also email or click on the link there um, to email and you can email info at masterclassformen.com for more uh, information and you are developing something for women as well I am masterclass for women but we'll get there next (laughs) okay and uh, and John thank you so much for being with us it was a pleasure pleasure. you're the first lover I've had on air thank you Uh, making history (laughs) if anyone has any thoughts or comments uh, you can write us at advice at TA Talk Sex um, to chime in on our final episode of every month we will read some of your emails and your questions and responses uh, and and share advice if you have any questions advice at TATalkSex.com and check us out on Instagram and Twitter at TA Talk Sex, also on YouTube. But you can write us there as well. And we and we love chatting with you all. So if you have okay. any thoughts on this topic, and Stuart, my beloved friend, roommate, and philo- he, he, you are a philosopher. You studied philosophy. Uh, and uh, thank you for bringing your beautiful perspective. Always a pleasure. Us. You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. <laughs>